Hello, hello, hello. This is Carol Carter, and welcome to Mike Cobb's Offshore Investment Report. Very, very important program today because we're going to review with the Offshore Investment Oracle this article from the International uh, Bankers Border. Let me get it right here. PrivateBankerInternational.com. Fear will drive uptick in offshore investing. So let's talk to the offshore investment expert. Mike, what's your read on that? That was a great read, Carter. Thank you for forwarding it. I mean, you're 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 all you're always out there finding really interesting things, new things, and and cutting edge stuff. And and I appreciate you sending it to me. I, I I've actually referred to you as my clipping service uh, a couple of times. So <laughs> thank you. I'm honored. I'm honored. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, it's great. I don't have time to peruse a thousand things, but and you don't really have time to peruse a thousand. But you you're really good at focusing on those those elements that are extremely important for Vital. an offshore investor or for somebody who's considering offshore, maybe not investment, right? Uh, sometimes it's lifestyle or retirement, things like that. So it's not always investment, but you have a great eye for that kind of stuff, Carter. Okay. And and uh, yeah, it's, I appreciate you forwarding just, them to me. Mike, it's vital to our people. It's vital to the members of the Offshore Club who, as you say, are looking at lifestyle, making a move there, but also investing. And Absolutely. The smart money is, is going offshore, in my opinion. I mean, you're the expert. Yeah. Nobody, Folks, nobody has invested more in Central and South America over the past quarter decade than this yeah. gentleman. So he is the Offshore Investment Oracle. Mike, let me read you just the first sentence, okay? So the people put it in perspective for him. Wealth managers active in the offshore wealth management market are expecting breakneck, breakneck growth, largely driven by mounting fears among yeah. high net worth investors in the year to come. Yep. Incredible. What have you seen? What's your, what, what's your, what's your take on that? What's your take yeah. on that? Well, you know, you're right. We've been around for 26 years, you know, quarter of a century, right? So we've seen ups and downs in the market. We, we, you know, we started our business in, in 1996. So we saw the big run up in the NASDAQ and, and then we saw that fall off and we saw the big run up in real estate in 2008, you know, and then that fell off. And, and so we've seen these kind of boom bust cycles a couple of times now. And, and, and it's really interesting because while many people think these economic downturns are, are very challenging times uh, for, for, and they are challenging times for a lot of people. We've actually found them to be fairly good times, not great, but good times, uh, especially in this segment that the, that, the, uh, that the article points out, those high net worth individuals. You know, and I'm gonna change subject just for a second because well, it's related, but you know, we, we, I started my very first teak plantation in Panama in 1999. And what's, uh, what's interesting about that is when I started to do the research back in 1998 and I was looking into it, I, I was really just dumbfounded by the people who own timber, not, not teak specifically, but timber generally, timber. right? Yeah. Timber, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, these are the giant endowments like Harvard, Yale, yes. Princeton, these big universities, uh, these extremely wealthy families. Ted Turner has, you know, millions of acres of timber. And, and, and so you just start to look at these big families, these old family, family offices, family money, you know, four generation, three, four, five generation money. And you just see the allocations they have in timber. Right. And, yes. and, 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 yes. and so, 
we looked at that and we said, my gosh, I mean, these guys are like, obviously they know something, I, you know, I mean, like, they're doing it and, and, and great. And, and so we, you know, we, we jumped in, we planted our very first teak plantation in Panama back in, in 1999. And, and, and what's really cool is that, that I think a lot of people think, yeah, I don't have money to buy a million acres of, of timber or, or, you know, how half of South Georgia or something, right? You don't have to, like, we've made those kinds of investments affordable and in bite-sized pieces. I mean, we have, we have baby teak. That's what we call our newly planted teak in Panama. We have yep. baby teak in Panama and Nicaragua. We have it both places um, uh, for, for about under $8,000. So all of a sudden, instead of needing to have, you know, millions of dollars or tens of millions of dollars to buy, you know, a million acres or something, no, you can actually own a quarter acre of teak in Panama or Nicaragua uh, for, for under $10,000, right? And so- yeah, so now all of a sudden it's 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 affordable. And and what's really interesting about this though is that it, we just followed the high net worth individuals. What this article really talks about and 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 this this big jump on the part of high net worth individuals, this this the fear of inflation, the fear of stagflation, right? I mean stagflation yes. is a weird one, right? Um you know, the 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 the, the diminishing value of uh, of of our 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 uh liquid assets, our currency assets, right? That's it. Because that's it. I mean, inflation, inflation just eats that stuff away. So what holds value, you know, real stuff, tangible stuff. And so things like timber and real estate tend to do very, very well. So do metals. I mean, metals do well as well. Um, and, and, and so these are the types of things that we see the high net worth individual. And, and Mike, let, you know, let's that, put that in perspective, is, that, that 8,000, we're talking about an $8,000 investment, folks that in 25 years could very well likely return 10 times as much, right? Correct. Yeah, ten correct. Folks, 10 yeah. times as much in 25 years on a passive investment, you don't have to worry about. To me, in some right. ways, it's better than real estate because let's say I invest in real estate to rent, okay? Well, I, I've got, you know, yeah, nice cash flow. It's not going to be that good over 10 years, but I still have to do all the maintenance and everything. It's it's maintenance. You take our maintenance of the that what I get yeah. a quarter acre, right? For yeah, quarter eight thousand, and I yep. get the land, and I get the it. eighty to ninety thousand dollar return on, on the first harvest, and then you replant it, and you know twenty five years later, your kids or your grandkids get it. Um, you know, and and we talked and we've talked a lot about teak on here, and I don't want to stay on that topic so much today, right? Uh, you know, but but I I, I just I, I just want to impart that that when we follow the high net worth individuals, we're probably following a pretty good path, and and so this article pointing out that a lot of them are looking at real broad international uh, diversification and especially diversification into hard assets like real estate. And by yes. the way, teak, teak timber is real estate because you own the land. I mean, you get title to the land, but you also That's get right. the harvest, right? And so this kind of international diversification uh, is where the big money is going. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, the stock market's at 30, 32,000, whatever it is, right? I mean, is it is it going to be 50,000 or 60,000 anytime soon? I don't know. I, I'm, I hope so. I hope so. Right. I hope so. Right. But but the reality is, is that when you have different baskets for your eggs, all of a sudden, you know, you can really you know, get that diversification. And that's what the big money's doing, Carter. The big money is diversifying and they're diversifying internationally. And they're diver and I love the headline, fear will drive uptick in offshore investing. That's the headline yes. on the article, right? 
And then you yeah, mentioned, right. listen, folks, check out the article, privatebankerinternational.com. That chart. Uh, yeah, that me, chart is great, Carter. Stunning. Stunning. Let, let's look at my the top four reasons they're investing offshore. 21% because of market instability. They know what goes up must come down. 18% currency instability. They yep. know the dollar is not, you know, right now the dollar is doing well, but it's not healthy. The, the, we tried to destroy the ruble and it now has gained more than the dollar over the past year. So there you, so the third 15% political instability. No country in the world has as much political instability as, as U.S. right now. It just doesn't. And the fourth is taxes. 12% say, I got to get my money offshore. I cannot afford the taxes that the U.S. is imposing on us now, which, which as we know, Biden has already said he's going to increase. That's an incredibly, to me, it's a revealing chart, Mike. It is. It, it, it's great. In fact, I, I plan to write an article about that uh, that article and use that chart with full full attribution, of course, to the private uh, wealth banker uh, folks and 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 really get the word out. I, I think it's it, it's a tremendous article. It's a tremendous chart, uh, and I want to help spread that word. So yeah, I, I'll be putting something out shortly about that too. It's fantastic, and and I yeah. I want to I want to make let's I want to give people a comparison. Where are you going to invest? You're going to invest in the U.S. or you're going to invest offshore? Can you show us where you are right now, what it looks like where you are right yeah. now? <laughs> so where I am right now is Granada, Nicaragua. I'm down here with a group of investors who uh, we call them discovery tours. Uh, and, and, you know, the thing about a discovery tour that that's really important is that it's truly discovery. I think so many people, you know, have heard about, you know, Nicaragua. You know, it's whatever the code red is on the State Department website. Don't go there. You're going to die. I mean, we were laughing about that yesterday in the van with this group of investors. Right. I mean, like it, it's just nonsense. The stuff nonsense. You know, that, that gets yeah. put out there by the State Department on these kinds of things. And by the way, it, it's political. Right. The stuff the State Department puts out is political. Right. They have an axe to grind with Nicaragua. So they're going to turn it red or, you know, stage four or whatever it's called. I can't remember. Anyway. But yeah. But the point is, is that the best thing you can do is actually get on an airplane and come visit not just Nicaragua, any of these countries. Come visit these countries. See it with your own eyes. And and and, and I've written some articles. In fact, if, if uh, uh, perception and reality uh, I, I can't remember the exact title, but but if folks want to get a copy, they should send me an email, info at ecidevelopment.com. Send me an email and just ask, ask for the uh, uh, the article, Perception Versus Reality. I think that's what it's called. I'll know what it is. I'll send that article to you guys. Right. Because, because here's the thing, Carter. There's this, again, this is where the high net worth individuals they don't listen to Ted Turner. They don't, you know, they don't watch the news and they don't read the State Department website. They send their accountants. They send their yes. boots on the ground people to these countries to, you know, to put together reports or they hire Ernst and Young or McKenzie to do it for them or whatever they do. Right. But they right. put real people on the ground in real places. They don't listen to this, you know, nonsense stuff. What is it really like? And the big money, the high net worth individuals, the funds, people like that, they didn't they largely ignore that kind of stuff, which is why they have the territory to themselves, right? They have the territory to themselves. And, and so we've been down here for 26 years and we understand it. we're in five countries now, right? Uh, I'm actually in Nicaragua. So let me just show you, this is Granada, Nicaragua. That is the, this is the central square behind me. That is the, the big cathedral. Um, 
I mean, and let's see here. There are some horses. Yeah, we have some horse-drawn carriages that you know drive <laughs> around the city. Um, this, this is this is actually this is the hotel I'm in. This is the Hotel Plaza Cologne, a uh, spectacular uh, uh, four-star hotel right on the right on the plaza. Um, the uh, 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 and, and I think I'm I think I'm paying like 120 bucks a night for this four-star hotel. Nice, Incredible. beautiful breakfast. Buffet included. I mean, yeah, 120 bucks a night, right? Anyway, so uh, Mike, Mike, you you showed us where you are, the view out your window. Yeah. Now, folks, yeah. remember this is all about investing. So you just saw, saw what you can invest in in Nicaragua. Here's the view out my window. Honest to God, folks, this is a real picture I took because I figured this was going to come up out my window in York, Pennsylvania. Nice. That is that's the garage across the street from me. The home it's attached to is just as bad. And I live in one of the nicer neighborhoods in the damn city. <laughs> so where are you going to invest, folks? Where are you going? I do like these people. I like Mike Cobb if I were you. Offshore. Offshore. And Mike, let me say about the State Department. The State Department's budget is eighty billion dollars a year, okay? With the to pay the bureaucrats there. Now, how do, the, how do they get the money for that? Well, folks, your tax dollars. How do they make sure your tax dollars stay here? They scare the hell out of you about any other country in the world. I mean, yeah. Nicaragua yeah. has a lower murder, murder rate than the United States. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it, I mean, it, right. The facts, and that's the whole thing in that article, right? The article is, you know, the, the, the old saying, don't, let, don't, don't confuse me with the facts, right? Yeah. And, and, and so the difference between perception and reality and, and the example I use the first part of the article is, I mean, flying is it depends on how you measure it. But like flying is about 200 times safer than driving. And, 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 and it's even in some measurements, it's in the thousands of times more, you know, number of right. deaths per year right. by car, 50,000 in the U.S. Number of deaths in an airplane like, I don't know, not many on average, maybe 50. Right. So, you know, 50,000 versus 50. Right. It's a thousand times difference. Right. Deaths by airplane, deaths by cars. But yet people feel so afraid of flying. I mean, they're just petrified to get on an airplane, yet they have no problem getting in their car, texting while they're driving one handed with their knee. Maybe they're driving with their knee, you know, you know whatever. Right. <laughs> and on the way to the airport, not worried about that at all. But right. then when they get on the airplane, you know, right. Yeah. And White so the, the, right, the difference between perception and reality is money, Carter. It's money. In the in the in the in the Wall Street world, they call it arbitrage. The difference between what's known and what's not known, or between what's known and what's perceived, right? That the, the, you know, right? The facts and the and 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 the perception, right? That's arbitrage. And when you come to this part of the world and you see it with your own eyes, and all of a sudden you can look at the facts. Like we, we were, I mean, like I said, we were joking about this being so dangerous yesterday with this group and whatever. And we walked down to the lake and back last night. And I mean, you know, just it's just not true. And when you no. see that with your own eyes, you go, "Oh my gosh, I get it. I, I see this gap, this this giant gap, and that gap is money." And so, you know, my, my my biggest uh, urge to people is to just simply buy a plane ticket, go to Belize, go to Nicaragua, go to Costa Rica, go to Panama, you know, go to El Salvador, right? Get on an airplane and visit for three, four, five days. Pick your time, right? And let's just say that's two grand, right? Two grand, $2,500. Pick a number, whatever. Yeah. 
that will be the single best investment you've ever made in your entire life because Absolutely. that investment, 2,500 bucks, whatever, will lead to great investments because you're, 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 you're seeing this, this gap, this, this arbitrage between what's perceived and what's real. And, and, and look, and, 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 and the other, the other analogies, time machine, right. That I like to talk about. And we talked about that the other day, but, but again, you know, if you just look at what's happened in Cancun over the last 50 years, if you said, my God, I wish I could go back 50 years and buy a condo in yeah. Cancun. Like, I mean, who wouldn't? I would. I'd buy 10 of them or something, right? I mean, right? And and if you look at Belize, Ambergus Key today, which yeah. is just now getting its very first branded hotels. There's a Curio by Hilton. There's an Autograph by Marriott. Our company has the best Western franchise uh, that's up and running. 54 best Western condos. We're building the next building right now. Uh, uh, we have a we have a the Marriott franchise for a Marriott resort and residences on the water that's in, in development. So, Again, we're just at this cuspy place in Belize where there's, you know, where it's like, it's probably like Cancun, not 50 years ago. It's probably like Cancun, you know, 20, 25 years ago in terms of that, you know, that switchover. And so if you, if you had a time machine, Carter, would you go back 20, 25 years to Cancun and buy a condo? Absolutely. I hope you would. Yeah, right. Right. And And I would buy, I would buy in Belize now. And I'll tell you where else I would buy because of you. Because of you, Mike, here's where else I would buy. I would invest in Honduras. Now, some people might say, that's a little bit of a stretch. But let me tell you why I say that. Because you just did. The Offshore Investment Oracle, for the first time, what, six months ago, right? Six, eight months, invested in Honduras. Maybe eight months. Yeah. Eight months. Building the reefs development about 10, uh, up in 10 miles away from La Ceiba, folks. That tells you, folks, follow the money. You see where the smart money's going, and then you invest. This gentleman is the smart money. Mike, that's just, that's absolute. Everywhere you've invested, the curve has gone up. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, well, we're, yeah, I, yeah. And and sometimes faster, sometimes slower, course, right? And yeah. a lot of it does have to do with economic times, right? I mean, things are, you know, I mean, the, the world events influence things. But coming back to this article, and I've got to jump off in a minute and go get my ride back to Grand Pacifica. Uh, they're going to come pick me up in a few minutes. Um, Grand Pacifica, the, uh, right there, folks. Yeah. Invest there. Yeah, invest Grand, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, but coming back to this article, uh, Carter, you know, world events really do determine, uh, uh, you know, what happens in any of these countries. I mean, in the United States or, or Nicaragua, Belize, Panama, whatever. And, 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 and so we need to pay attention to those, but we also need to seize the opportunities when they present themselves. And, and with this fear of inflation, stagflation, all of that happening, uh, this is the time to seize the opportunity uh, with the big money. You're not going to get ahead of the big money. I can tell you, big money's already figured this stuff out, right? But yes. but you want to be with the big money, right? You want to be with them, yep. and there and and it's happening. It's all the chart. So this this is the this is the time. Right now is the time to roll with the big money, and and just imagine how happy you'll be if you do that. It's fantastic. It's all there, folks. Here's yeah. here's the picture. See the boat heading offshore to the big money Mike just mentioned from that article. Mike, I know you got to run. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out from the Discovery Tour to join us, to go over this with us. This is major, folks. This is where the smart money is going and smart folks follow the smart money. Right? That's it. Yeah.
That's right. Thanks. All right, Carter. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for joining us. There you go, folks. So you have a choice. You have a choice. You can invest in somewhere like this, which is Grand over in Grand Pacifica. Okay, cozy homes at Grand Pacifica, or you can leave your money in the U.S. where it's going to invest in something like that. Kind of an easy choice, folks. Offshore investment. Follow Mike Cobb's lead, the offshore investment oracle. Let's do this thing.